You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. Come to site now. Check out all the good stuff we have here. The fallout of the Sam Darnold trade. One of my colleagues, Joe Rivera, has written that up there at Sporting News. Check that story out. And big move. That's what our show is going to be here on Locked On Fantasy Football, breaking down this trade between the Jets and the Panthers, Sam Darnold is now going to Carolina. And New York now locked in to go after Zach Wilson with the number two overall pick in the draft behind the Jaguars and uh, Trevor Lawrence at number one. So big change across the NFL here. It has impact on several teams here. It means uh, a couple teams that were looking for a quarterback do not have Sam Darnold as a young veteran option. And then it also steers teams in different directions, possibly at quarterback in the early part of the 2021 NFL Draft. So basically we're going to break down the fantasy football fallout of this move and look at the perspective of Sam Darnold leaving the Jets and going to the Panthers, what impact it has on the Panther skill players that already exist there in the offense of Joe Brady, and then we'll look at uh, where the Jets look like they're headed here probably with Zach Wilson as their starting quarterback in 2021. All right, let's uh, dive right in to Sam Darnold. We know what a disaster it was for Sam Darnold with Adam Gase. He was well below a QB2. That was not very good in fantasy football. We know that. Part of it is that Sam Darnold, not a lot of support. The receiving core was kind of gutted. They had to rebuild the offensive line. They did draft Mekhi Becton from Louisville last year, but... It was a little bit of a slow process. They changed up the receiving core. Then Sam Darnold had his own bouts with injury. And we know that uh, specific illness he had with uh, Mono there that took some games away. So he hasn't really settled in at any point as the Jets quarterback in his short career here since he was the number three overall pick of this team. He's well behind the other guys we know in producing in this class. So we know Lamar Jackson has been elite QB1 in fantasy football, Josh Allen emerged as one this year. Josh Rosen, we know, has not played anywhere of note here. He's been bounced around, but you saw some signs of Baker Mayfield, the number one overall pick, and that same class of uh, quarterbacks uh, have some success. So will Sam Darnold get to at least that Baker Mayfield level of usefulness in fantasy football as a potential QB2? I think there is some of that, but keep in mind Teddy Bridgewater was a borderline QB2 in this offense. So, number one, Sam Darnold has to perform a lot better than what we saw with Bridgewater with similar weapons. And the other other thing is that he's got to uh, change his mindset once again in a new offense, uh, leaving Adam Gaze. And we know Adam Gaze has been detrimental to a lot of quarterbacks in the past. Uh, We saw Ryan Tannehill. Everyone's pointing out that example. You had Ryan Tannehill attached to Adam Gaze. Went through a lot of lumps there. Then all of a sudden he breaks free, gets traded to the Titans, and he has a big year as the Titans kind of play to his skill sets of uh, being able to be athletic, run around, play off the running game. 
So that you can make that parallel because of Adam Gaze, but you have to understand Sam Darnold is a different type of quarterback here. That Tannehill is athletic. That's a big part of his game, being able to move around, bootleg, do things off uh, running game, play action. We know what Tannehill's done. He's aced play action. Downfield passing with Derrick Henry in the power running game has been great for Tannehill. So you can't say that Sam Darnold, just because he's younger here, actually younger than Joe Burrow, the Bengals, that he's suddenly going to have this big career turnaround because, again, there's a lot that Sam Darnold has left on the table. I know he's got not gotten a lot of help necessarily from the Gays offense and things in transition there with the Jets, but Sam Darnold has to be fixed significantly here to uh, get back on track, and I don't think it's just going to be here are some uh, really good skill players for the Panthers, and that's going to be it for Sam Darnold. So let's look at... Uh, what his potential could be. I think he could be a higher-end QB2, so somewhere in the 15 to 20 range. I'm not going to jump into QB1 status because that would be a big jump from what Teddy Bridgewater's production was last year. But you look at it, I mean, there's good weapons here. He's got Robbie Anderson. He had a good connection with Anderson as a deep threat with the Jets just a couple years ago before they didn't re-sign Anderson. That was not the best decision. They tried to put in Brashad Perryman there, but he can stay healthy as the outside guy. Pretty much Sam Darnold was relying a lot on Jamison Crowder. Now, the Panthers are hurting a little bit in the slot because you don't have uh, Curtis Samuel anymore as he went to the Washington football team. But you have Anderson, a good established connection there between Darnold and Anderson from a couple years ago. You have DJ Moore. That is going to be a work in progress to both get the quarterback and wide receiver on the same page. DJ Moore has been more of the big play threat for the Panthers, but that could change here with Darnold's history with Anderson and Moore could be the more complete all-around receiver while Anderson settles into the deep threat role that we're used to with the Jets more so. And remember, these guys finished pretty close in scoring between Samuel and Anderson and more, but another big factor is going to be Christian McCaffrey. You didn't really get that consistent running back with the Jets that could help in the passing game. Now you get Christian McCaffrey, who's pretty much the best in the league to do that, and help your quarterback with short passes that can score touchdowns and all that. So, yeah, so you have a deep threat. You have a pretty good receiver there in Moore as a complimentary guy who can do everything. I think he's the better all-around receiver than Anderson. So you have Anderson and Moore and McCaffrey. Good baseline for your passing game, but... You lose Samuel, that was a big part of your production. So there's some missing pieces there. He doesn't have a slot. At times he was okay with the tight end. Uh, I think the standout there was Ryan Griffin with the Jets. As Chris Herndon, uh, suspension, injury wasn't available most of the time. But there were some moments between Sam Darnold and Ryan Griffin. So they got to think about upgrading there. They have Ian Thomas. They also have Dan Arnold. (laughs) So that's going to be a hard thing to... uh, Decipher there, but uh, Sam Darnold, Dan Arnold is going to be very uh, confusing for a moment. So they could definitely upgrade a tight end, and I think that should be on the Panthers' radar. I mean, you look at Dan Arnold, I mean, he was just a guy who's talked up a little bit in Arizona, but still limited usage in that offense. So Arnold might have a bigger role with Samuel gone, but again, they could use that third consistent receiver here behind those two guys, Anderson and Moore, given how uh, Jamison Crowder was key in the slot for Sam Darnold uh, for much of his time there before uh, Anderson kind of broke out as a big play threat. So it was pretty much stretching the field to Anderson, throwing underneath to Jamison Crowder. 
The funny thing is Sam Darnold is a better deep ball thrower. And now, get the short to intermediate passing game is a big part of what Joe Brady does here with McCaffrey being the centerpiece of it. But and Sam Darnold's going to have to really improve his accuracy in that area. Again, the deep balls have been good when he's been protected and he can throw. And he's had the guy there open when Anderson was around. Not so much last year. Not so much when uh, Darnold wasn't healthy. But yeah, so hopefully he can shake off some of these issues. He's had the mono, he's had the shoulder, all kinds of things. Uh, so the durability has been a concern, as has been the improvement there in the intermediate game that we need to see. So I like the concept of Sam Darnold being a reclamation project for the Panthers. They certainly spent a lot to get him, including a second-round pick in 2022. But we have to see it in practice here. So right now, I'm saying his upside right now can certainly make a jump up from QB3 in fantasy football to 15 to 20 range in QB2 range. And that's fine. Uh, that's going to be big enough for Sam Darnold where he's now usable potentially in fantasy football again. The way Bridgewater was at times, but with a little bit of a bump up here, you would think... Uh, with Sam Darnold being a little bit better deep ball thrower, an effective guy, and uh, trying to get some big plays and scoring that way for the Panthers. All right, so there's a look at uh, what Sam Darnold can be here for the Panthers, looking at his floor and his ceiling as he makes the transition. So I think it's a great move for him to get out of that mess with or without Adam Gaze. It is Michael LaFleur there, but I think just the change of scene alone is good for Sam Darnold. All right, we will talk about how it affects the uh, Panther skill positions a little bit more in our next segment, but I have to remind you that Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online is covered for all the news scores and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just have to use a promo code locked on again. Locked on for a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. But online, your online sportsbook experts. We'll be right back here to uh, assess what Sam Darnold could mean for all the Panthers' offensive skill players here in twenty twenty one. All right, time to continue with the show, looking at Sam Darnold being traded to the Panthers, the impact on the Panthers and the Jets. We'll cover the Jets in our. Final segment, we'll get to uh, how it affects Christian McCaffrey and the rest in detail here in a moment. But I have to remind you, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with Lockdown Today, the podcast daily here on the Lockdown Network. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Lockdown Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we talked about Robbie Anderson. He's going to be the guy that we're going to target most in drafts. Again, you always look for some familiarity with the quarterback, and Darnold certainly had a great chemistry with Robbie Anderson. And I think Anderson developed a little bit more reuniting with his Temple coach, uh, former Temple coach, Matt Rule there. So they had a good connection with the coaching staff. They targeted him. Then he became a little bit more of a complete receiver. So Robbie Anderson, I think now bumps up into the wide receiver two of choice here over DJ Moore. I just think he's going to do more. Darnold's going to trust him more. He's going to have to uh, develop a relationship with Moore. So I'm looking at uh, now Anderson really getting a bump up here. He liked playing with Darnold a lot. So he's a wide receiver two. And I think maybe the middle road wide receiver two. So uh, you're looking at a guy there in the 
15 to 20 range as well at his position. And I think that Curtis, or without Curtis Samuel, you're looking at G.J. Moore dropping into more of the borderline wide receiver two, wide receiver three. And keep in mind that Christian McCaffrey is going to come in and be healthy and uh, eat up a lot of those receptions coming out of the backfield. You figure they're going to use the tight end more, whether it's uh, Dan Arnold catching some passes or they draft a tight end and he gets involved here in the offense. You also figure there's going to be a slot person involved. And we mentioned how Darnold likes to throw it in the middle of the field. So this is a big bump up for Robbie Anderson. He was already pretty solid last year. Good revelation. If you took a flyer on him, he ended up being a better value than DJ Moore in fantasy football drafts. And now he's going to be a little bit more expensive. Everyone's going to get on the Darnold uh, connection here to realize that could be special once again. And uh, again, Anderson, a little bit more complete receiver. DJ Moore relied a lot on big plays last year. And I think that still might be the case. And again, the adjustment period is going to take some time, but I don't look any where with the tight ends right now we have to see if they uh, upgrade a little bit or they actually roll out Dan Arnold as their number one guy here for Sam Darnold so it's going to be hard to uh, kind of say that 10 times fast Sam Darnold to Dan Arnold maybe they'll get another tight end here but uh, they might be targeting someone now at a different position at that pick and that's the other fallout from this is that now the Panthers uh, don't have to take a quarterback and probably won't take a quarterback in number eight. I mean, they invested quite a bit, three picks on Sam Darnold, so they could actually get Kyle Pitts now as a luxury pick there to pair with Sam Darnold. And that would take it to a whole different level versus uh, trying to uh, get more out of Dan Arnold who flashed with the Cardinals but didn't give you a lot. So I think we're going to watch that. because that, And we also know the possibility of using that number eight pick on a wide receiver. So... Maybe you'll get uh, Devontae Smith in this mix uh, if it all works out, or Jamar Chase, and one of those guys will fall. I don't think Jalen Waddell is the guy that they necessarily need to go after because Anderson can do some of the same things as well as more in terms of being a big play threat. So I don't know if he's the right fit of that pick, but if it's uh, Chase or Smith, then we could definitely see that happening there. So yeah, this is uh, going to definitely affect the way the Panthers draft. So we'll see if they add another layer to Sam Darnold. I mean, they're pretty good up front of the offensive line. They could also look at an upgrade there. They did uh, have Russell Okung there in free agency. So maybe a left tackle could be in the mix. Rashawn Slater. But I would think the Panthers still lean offense with that pick. So Sam Darnold should be helped out there. And that player could also have a big impact uh, with a trickle down to help these other players. So this offense certainly could uh, take a turn for the explosive uh, factor here, depending on what they do with the number eight overall pick. So, again, I think the Panthers just weren't confident that they were going to get the quarterback of choice. Now, that's very interesting. Who is that quarterback of choice? Because I think we added a layer to it when the 49ers uh, drafted or took the number three overall pick with a blockbuster trade with the Dolphins. So I think now we're pretty much certain that we know that uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to the Jaguars. We know right now Zach Wilson is going to the Jets. The mystery, I think, is at number three. Who are the 49ers trading up for? Is it uh, Trey Lance? Is it uh, Mac Jones or Justin Fields? The Panthers seem like good fits for all three of those quarterbacks, so we're not sure. And the 49ers look like they can make all three of those quarterbacks work. So we're not quite uh, sure what the Panthers were thinking, who was not going to be available at their turn, or if they thought somebody might jump them and make a trade with the Eagles or Lions at six or seven, and uh, 
shut them out of the quarterback. And uh, this certainly maybe helps the Broncos because it eliminates the Panthers from taking a quarterback there. But again, I do like the potential of all the Panthers skill players, but Christian McCaffrey is still locked in as an RB1 no matter what, as long as he's healthy. Robbie Anderson is an RB, or as a wide receiver too. Wide receiver three right now for more, depending on what they do at that position to add some help. And then Dan Arnold is your deep sleeper for now, assuming they don't add a tight end such as Pitts or someone like uh, Penn State's Pat Freermuth or uh, Miami's Brevin Jordan later in the draft here that could be a potential starter in this offense. So, yeah, we'll watch that for sure, but uh, definitely intriguing. A lot more intrigued now over that Panthers pick because I think they were locked into a quarterback pretty much at number eight, but I think the 49ers may have thrown off that plan because that was a guaranteed team going after a quarterback to take three guys off the board here before the Panthers turn. And that's, I think, they realized that and they made the move and didn't want to try to uh, go after a quarterback there that they may not have gotten or didn't want fitting in their offense. So they saw Sam Darnold as a potential good fit, went after him. You applaud that. It may not work out, but again, Sam Darnold has to have the arrow pointing up. There's no other way to go but up here in this offense. And uh, again, Teddy Bridgewater was pretty good for a lot of these skilled players in some respects, but I think Darnold, with the right type of help, which I think the Panthers can provide, especially with the Brady offense and all that, I think you'll see the best of Sam Darnold. What that level is is yet to be determined, but you feel confident that he's not going to hurt the skilled players here of the Panthers in fantasy football. All right, our final segment, we will focus on uh, what this means for the New York Jets and uh, how they move forward here. But first, I'm going to tell you about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now possible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the cameraman orders the parts on his computer? Choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home in your pocket. Rockauto.com, you'll find everything from engine control models and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and new carpet. Whether you're the classic driver or you're a daily driver, get everything you need and a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Rockauto.com's catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and most important, the prices you prefer. The prices at rockauto.com, best of all, always reliably low, the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Rut locked on and there. How'd you hear about us, Box? Did they know that we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. We'll be right back here to break down uh, the Jets' perspective of this Sam Darnold trade with the Panthers. Okay, let's uh, finish the show here looking at uh, the Jets and uh, what we can expect from presumably Zach Wilson as your new starting quarterback in New York for uh, Robert Sala and Michael Floor. Speaking of Zach Wilson, the NFL Draft is weeks away and it's time to start following our Locked on NFL Draft duo. The Draft Dudes podcast watches every prospect so that you don't have to. And the Locked on NFL Draft podcast is your daily draft news and mock draft podcast. Follow the Locked on NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so yeah, plenty more draft talk to come here, but we had to do the special. We were doing our series here on uh, the depth chart updates. So we got through the quarterbacks and running backs in the AFC and NFC. We'll pick up 
where we left off here. We just had to pop in with this special here. Uh, we took Monday off uh, post-Easter, but uh, we're back on track here with the podcast uh, with this special episode here, breaking down this Jets-Panthers trade. We will uh, look at the wide receiver and tight end depth charts for every team here in our uh, couple shows that are to follow this one. All right, so speaking of uh, the Jets and uh, their situation, wide receiver and tight end, they're trying to make it work again with Chris Herndon and Ryan Griffin. You've got uh, Jamison Crowder still in there. You have uh, Denzel Mims has certainly a lot of promise there for the Jets as a receiver. You still have Jamison Crowder. They didn't have to cut him, so he's around as a good slot option here. So we'll see. I know with uh, Chris Herndon, he's teased us in fantasy. He's been hyped so much. Is this the year? Maybe he settles in with a rookie quarterback there with Zach Wilson. But, yeah, it is uh, great to see with Corey Davis in the mix as well. So he's got some pretty good weapons, presumably, again, if it's Zach Wilson, with uh, Denzel Mims, the upside there in his second year as a second-round pick. Crowder is a good uh, best friend of a rookie quarterback with his ability to get open the slot. And Herndon and Griffin, uh, not too bad tight ends when they're healthy on the field together. And you have Michael Floor, who just was with the 49ers using George Kittle, Ross Dwelly, and Jordan Reed very well. So good quarterback-friendly uh, coordinator there in LaFleur. You got uh, Davis being a good potential number one on the outside, a big target a quarterback can look to. Crowder, that guy, pesky guy in the middle of the field. You also have Braxton Berrios and Keelan Cole. Don't forget about him. He's a big slot that they can put in in certain situations. So... Yeah, so Davis, Mims, Crowder, Berrios, Cole. Not a bad collection of receivers. A little bit underrated here. And don't forget, about we talked about Makai Becton. Yeah, he's a left tackle. The uh, Jets uh, could upgrade right tackle, but they did invest in uh, George Fant, uh, their Seattle's extra tackle, a couple years ago. So it's a good system here for him. So Becton could be an elite pass protector as well. So you have some good pieces the one thing missing for the Jets here to really help a rookie quarterback is that reliable running game. And right now you have Ty Johnson, LaMichael Pirine was your holdovers. You add Tevin Coleman to the mix. I think they're going to have to look more at a feature back in the draft. So at least they need to think about somebody who can uh, play off these guys. Maybe Kenneth Gainwell of Memphis there a little bit later. I think Coleman maybe allows them not to have to force a pick on uh, Najee Harris or uh, Travis Etienne early. I think that's where they did it. Again, Coleman comes from the 49ers, where we know this combination of LaFleur and Salah does, so Coleman gets a second chance to be productive, but I wouldn't totally get sold on him as a key back because he hasn't been able to stay healthy, and he's rather inconsistent when he's out there. So Pirine, Johnson, Coleman, Josh Adams, we'll see how it uh, plays out here with the Jets as we mentioned that. So a lot to be determined, but again, good baseline of weapons and good investment here. I, I like the Cole and Davis signings. Pretty reasonable there to add to Crowder and Mims. Again, if Herndon and Griffin can stay healthy, you have a pretty two good security blanket options for a rookie quarterback there for Wilson. So, look, Wilson could be in a lot worse situations. I think Sam Darnold was happy to get out of the Jets, but there could have been a little bit of a different uh, spin here that uh, Adam Gaze is long gone from the situation. I think I really like Michael Floor. I think he's going to be the next Matt LaFleur, another really good offensive coordinator that can uh, turn into a head coach someday. 
I think this was a good elevation and promotion for him. He has a good rapport with Salah from their days together with Kyle Shanahan. So again, this is a great spot for Wilson. I think he fits in a lot of spots, but I, I think the Jets probably made a conscious effort to kind of load up a little bit on the skill players and uh, knowing uh, that uh, maybe a change was going to come here at quarterback, and it certainly is with Darnold gone and Wilson headed here with the number two overall pick. So right now, I say Zach Wilson, you can look at him as being a QB2 potential here. There are good enough weapons, good enough offensive scheme, where uh, we saw with uh, Justin Herbert. I mean, he stepped in right away as a QB1. Joe Burrow was useful as a borderline QB2 here. When healthy, uh, Tuatagvola didn't play enough and didn't produce enough to do that. But we can't discount rookie quarterbacks the way we used to. You can just get by with volume and some weapons alone and uh, be somewhat productive, at least in a 2QB league or in a streaming situation. I think Zach Wilson has the potential for both levels of success. So there you have it. There's a breakdown here of the Panthers-Jets trade. Sam Darnold goes to the Panthers. Presumably Zach Wilson will become a Jet because of this trade. So good stuff here. It's good to have a little bit more quarterback quality here in uh, 2021. We're getting inching closer to knowing who every team's starting quarterback is going to be. We still have to get through the uh, 2021 draft in April to figure all that out for every team. But uh, we'll get back on our series of uh, depth chart breakdowns for you in our uh, next two shows. So we'll hit the AFC. We'll go in alphabetical order by city on the, on the teams. And then we'll uh, go ahead and do that same thing with the NFC. So just like we did the quarterback and running back shows, if you missed those with the depth chart updates, check those out. This has been a pop-in breaking news uh, special here for the first show of this week, uh, looking at the Sam Darnold uh, fallout here in fantasy football. That's what we do. We give you all the insight and information you need as they happen here in the offseason. That's straightforward, no nonsense to the point. Thanks so much for listening to Locked on Fantasy Football. This has been Vidyar. We'll see you tomorrow with the AFC wide receiver tight end situation.